Well, hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family. What a pleasure it is to have you joining us again as we take a few moments to provide some extra insight, some further observations, uh, some additional learning in regards to the text that we preached from on the previous Sunday. And that is the point of the Extra Point Podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Last Sunday, we were able to bring um, God's Word to bear upon the life of our congregation from three texts that each spoke of the Holy Spirit's helping ministry, uh, John 14, John 15, and John 16, uh, some select verses from those chapters. One in John 14 is especially intriguing, and I thought I'd, I'd bring this up and just bring some clarity to it. Uh, it is a question that gets asked often. We've addressed it in years past, but perhaps not as of recently. And so let's just bring a little clarity. Actually, let's bring a lot of clarity to this question. You know, what did Jesus mean in in John 14, verse 12, when he said, and speaking of, of course, in the context of the Holy Spirit, he said, Truly I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I'm going to the Father. I think we understand that his last comment there, that he's going to the Father, uh, indicates that there's something about the sending of the Spirit, and then this statement that whoever believes will do the works that he does and will do greater works. And remember this, he's not just saying it's those disciples, he's saying to his disciples that anyone who believes in his name will do the works he does and will do greater works. So what in the world is going on there? What does Jesus mean when he says those who follow him will do greater works than he has done? So let's just be cut to the chase here. He's not saying they're going to do greater works in content. I think what he's saying is they're going to do greater works in extent. So not in what the works are, but in the amount of the works themselves. And this is tied to the Holy Spirit. In other words... Uh, the work of God, especially in regards to the redemptive purpose of God, isn't limited in time and space to just one person as it was in the New Testament um, based on the physical um, God-man Jesus and his, um, you know, locale and, and limitation of presence there. Um, when the Holy Spirit would come in Pentecost, then... Um, God's power to do his work would be present in many locations at the same time. So he's talking about the extent of the works being greater than what Jesus did when he was here in one location on the earth. Another way to say it would be that they are greater in their scope, but they're not greater in their substance. So just to recap again briefly, when Jesus made this uh, declaration, this promise in John 14, he's simply saying that because of the Holy Spirit and because that he was going to the Father, then when the Spirit would come and empower all believers, the works that he was doing would continue through the Holy Spirit's power and they would have a far-reaching effect. They'd have a greater extent, though their content would be the same. The scope would be larger, though the substance would be the same. This is what would happen when the Holy Spirit would come, indwell and empower believers for the work of Jesus to continue. And I think if we're all just plainly honest, we would say, in that scenario, yes, 
then there are greater works occurring today than there were in Jesus' day. And it's because of the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit of God. One last item. Sometimes people take this verse and they use it to compare and contrast the works of the disciples or the works of Jesus with the works of those who would follow Jesus, those who believe in his name, about whom this promise is given. But I don't think that's the most healthy approach at all. This is not a compare and contrast type of verse. In fact, the word also is used in the text. And so what he's saying is really a complementary um, um, declaration. In other words, here are the works of the disciples, the works of Jesus. And when the Holy Spirit comes, then these works will continue and be uh, further added to. There'll be more of them. There'll be a greater number of them. So don't hear this as like, well, they did this, but we'll do this. The, the scriptures are simply saying, here's what Jesus and his disciples did, and this will continue in a greater scope when the Holy Spirit comes. So we are, are con- in, in a work of continuation. We're working in, in a complementary fashion with what Jesus did in regards to God's redemptive purpose making sure that we're making disciples of all nations, making sure that everyone has the opportunity to hear the name of Christ and respond to the gospel. This was the mission of Jesus, to seek and to save that which was lost. And now the Holy Spirit's empowering all who believe in his name towards this very end as well. It's in complementary to it, not in competition with it or in contrast to it. Well, that's just some insight on John 14, 12. I trust that you have been enjoying our series on the Holy Spirit, as well as these Extra Point podcasts that have brought some further insight. We're just about to the end of this brief series on the Holy Spirit. If you have any questions or would like some help in understanding more about the Holy Spirit, we'll sure do our best. Love to hear from you. And thanks again for listening to the Extra Point podcast. <music>